0: Comes the truth. And here comes your favorite podcast, always still made for you.
1: So me and Brent were talking while you were gone. Oh, okay. And we were talking about him going to the East Coast. Now there's like national park level, white sand beaches there, and blah 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 blah. And it got me to thinking here. Like. <laughs> Why is Riding Mountain National Park really even a national park?
0: Oh, come on. There's a lot of national parks that are, like... Most of them are, you know, up in Northwest Territories and Nunavut that no one will ever go to. And there's okay. grasslands. Riding Mountain is a legit national park.
1: Compared to, like, good ones, it's like...
0: Oh, I can only think of, like, two better. And that one is, like, Pacific Rim and, like bamf come on and okay Banff but what about all like like you could have just made duck mountain
1: the national park it's the exact same thing like has the
0: queen visited the duck mountains <laughs> and stayed and stayed in the royal suite
1: is that what makes it where was the queen at riding mountain where did she
0: go uh where, not the not movie? She went I... to dance land <laughs> <laughs> probably went to the like, park theater <laughs> it was all. It's awful.
1: kind of just a bush,
2: but like, the only place in the world where all, all trees grow. Where which trees? All some sort of combination in the mountain. Oh. I don't know. It it I'm, not 700, I'm not spending seven
0: hundred. I'm not spending seven hundred thousand dollars for a shack on the water like some people. Uh, but. Uh, well oh, that was you know that was years ago I last looked at real estate at Roddy Mountain. Uh it's probably like uh, 1.2 million right now for uh, for a shack on the water, but I'm I'm defending it as someone who goes maybe once a year to get ice cream. <laughs> it just
1: doesn't seem like national park, you know, like I don't how know. Many, how
0: many national parks do you think there are?
1: I don't know. There should be less maybe.
0: Oh, you, so you could log
1: or what? Shit, <laughs> I, I, just, it just seems, it just seems, maybe because we grew up there. But I'm just saying, it's a little bit like
0: there's 37 parks and 10 national park reserves.
1: There's 10 national parks.
0: No, there's 37 oh, and 10 Reserves.
1: Way. They should cut that number into a third. So, are you proposing?
2: Could you just kind of redraft national? Is it the national versus provincial that's bugging you? Like they're out of um, order. Do you think? You I don't know if I care. If there could I could, be a- could there be a draft of like the top ones are national.
1: Maybe we time for a reordering. Like redo yeah. national parks reexamination. International. Oh,
0: well, national. There maybe, What's provincial? there maybe thirty-eight.
1: Maybe there's some intercontinental. I don't uh, know. I was
0: thinking. <laughs> Great wine, think like yeah. Intercontinental
1: yeah. park. No, but what seriously, you know what up. it
2: sh- what it should be, right? National it seems like just it, you know, every province gets one national park. But Trudeau gets to pick. Every prime minister can turn any provincial <laughs> into into a <an laughs> must. You must choose one.
0: So Turtle Mountain is going to one? be our national park? You have to
2: change what is prime minister. You don't have to change one, but you got to pick one for province and one for territory. That's the provincial. No, that is the one national, and then all. Oh, the... so the prime minister gets first pick, premier gets second pick. Yeah, prime minister gets to turn one of them national. Are you follow? Up, so yeah, but, but they all, all re- pick... we reset the board though. Yeah. So he chooses all ten, or she chooses all ten, and then all the best equipment and stuff. All moves to the national one. So someone's gonna
0: take a older. Yeah. Lift up the old log. Okay. Yes.
1: (laughs) You know, keep it on. If it wants to be the best, it's gotta gotta
0: maintain. Mm Hmm. It'd be fun just to
1: pick a random place, too.
0: Well, did, did you know there's a national urban park? It's in the GTA. It's on the river there, of the Rouge River. That's what an it is. An urban park? An urban national urban park. Huh.
1: There is an amazing urban park in Kuwait that was, like, really cool. It was, like, an architecture park in some ways. It didn't, it didn't even look like the world. It looked like another planet.
0: Why didn't you take me there?
1: I think it wasn't built when you were there. It's still oh, being built. Okay. Hmm. It's really weird. I just feel like it's just kind of like they just needed one, so they're like, "Yeah, we'll just put one here. Good enough." There's kind of a hill.
0: Now, Brent, are you going to the Prince Edward Island National Park? Which one? Oh, it's just that's one that's called on the North Shore, number you nine. You go
1: to I'm... a potato
0: museum. It's number nine oh. on Tour Opia's most beautiful Canadian national parks. I'll let you know as I'm scrolling when when where uh, Riding Mountain comes in here. You're scrolling down, I hope. Oh, it's number six. <laughs> Eat it, <laughs> Trevor. Shut yeah, up. in the parkland area, which is a wild, oh. place oh, suitable yeah. for camping, hiking, and nature photography. Why? Why are you going out east, Brett? You could just go a little <laughs> out west here. History buffs may want about the World War II POW camp. If, if, if you've ever breathed the same air as Ed Stozik, you'll know that. He wrote this. Ed. Ed wrote this. Yeah. And then the Wild Bison Range near Lake Audie. And then we've got... Uh, that's
1: overrated. That bison range is crap.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's
1: total crap. It's the most disappointing drive down a crappy road to see is crap. Is that the big
2: looping one? Or have you... Is this because they might have moved? It might be legit now. Oh, I was moderately impressed. Just saying, I think it was. This like had multiple sections. All I'm saying,
1: this is the bottom line, boys. They were right in your face. Once Agassiz Tower went down, that was the end of Riding Mountain National Park. (laughs) That was the end. There is no coming back from that. You you call yourselves a national park, and you take down the only cool thing that you could do vandalism off of come on come on i didn't no. know this that's oh yeah, yeah it's, it, it's still
0: there it's still there it's just you're not allowed up it right because it's structurally not sound oh. that's
1: yeah just shut up i'd rather die on that thing than not be allowed to go on it <laughs> Somebody so guy can we take got... a sub to the titanic but i can't go on Agacy Tower.
0: <laughs> what the hell is going on <laughs> So we've got Pacific Rim at number four. We've got Jasper National Park at number two, and Banff number one. But uh, number three, we never know if it's any good. Nahani National Park in Northwest Territories, uh, accessible only via float plane. So how would we know? It's it's number three, beautiful.
1: Maybe I'll go there when I go to the Four Corners. Maybe I'll take the plate a little further. Yeah. What's the I Four wanna, Corners? Yeah. My dream in life is to go to where Manitoba, Saskatchewan, yeah. and the territories all meet on oh, one in the corner. Oh, cool. And I have, like, read about that little place. It's just, like, a stupid pillar in the ground with a ring on it, and it's in the middle of the swamp, and, like, no one in the world has ever gone there more. Than, like, I think, it's like, 17 people have ever been there, and I really want to go there. So maybe I'll take the float plane a little further after. Imagine the bugs. Imagine the bugs. Yeah. I would like yeah, to like,
2: i my whole trip to that area would just be for like if you could warp me there and out. I just wanna laugh at those kids crying. Those to, guys <laughs> getting that far and then if they didn't realize that they were screwed, just like oh those
1: guys. <laughs> like, they should make a tour guide to those guys. Where they killed themselves as idiots. Oh, but just
2: man. how horrible that must have been. Oh. Do you th- do you think it was a suicide mission, or were they going for it and did had no clue? I they think were going they for thought it They and could live no in the bush.
1: It. Yeah, I think they thought they could live in the bush, and then they just got eaten alive by insects, which is probably the best way to be forced to kill yourself if you deserve to die. Like that's too many. That's just too, an, yeah. Just too many black flies. Just too many snake. flies. An yeah. excellent punishment.
0: They need to make a documentary on those guys. It's there. called
1: Those Guys. <laughs> exactly. Those two guys. That's all you need to call them. All you, I was talking about those guys today. <laughs>
0: I haven't you thought about see, those guys all in a those long
1: time. Guy. <laughs> it's just instantly everybody knows who those guys are.
0: Hey, uh, <laughs> hey you remember just those guys? Like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> This is kind of an observation I've had. Remember documentaries used to be for, like, smart people? It'd be like, tonight on The Nature of Things on CBC, we're going to go into uh, what this new type of ocular surgery can mean for people who are blind. And now documentaries are for, like, the dumbest people around. (laughs) Like, those guys. Like, those guys (laughs) and stuff.
2: Is this just for Sickos? My Those Guys movie. Not a doc, but... Would it work as a com dark comedy from their point of view? Fargo style, because there's some bad stuff that happens, but then just them being awful people and stupid, and then
0: slowly die. Oh,
2: it's got to be low budget.
0: (laughs) Thirty-minute ending of just
2: swamp bugs (laughs) suffering.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you try to sleep and like you wake up and you're like puking out 35 <laughs> flies in your mouth, up oh, your nose, in your yeah. ears. <laughs> how no long could spirit.
2: it? How long could that part of a movie be just like here's suffering with foot?
0: Flu- How'd you do that to the actors, CGI? <laughs> No, no CGI. Get Tom Cruise. Hey, Tom, you want to play? Yeah, get one Tom Cruise
1: and uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that doesn't eat for four years. Oh, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah, <laughs> get them to do it, and they'll just commit. Just getting eaten by insects. <laughs> oh God. We're gonna I need you, my, put my some own 23 year
0: twenty-three-year-old guys. Sign me up. Tom would say.
1: This would be the worst stunt you've ever done. Getting eaten by black flies in Manitoba.
0: Yeah, hanging off a plane, you're strapped in there pretty good, you know, but yeah, go up to. go take a float. Pl- go get strapped to a float plane and then <laughs> go visit the flies.
1: Those guys.
2: I have a little game to play. I would just like to see. what. and we'll see if this even works or not. I have no clue how your algorithms will go, but could you load up Facebook, no ad blockers, and just see what it thinks what terrible ads will be sent your way.
0: Are we talking ads or groups? Hmm. Both. Okay, because my, my first uh Suggest. is Sensodyne yes. Pronamel. Good stuff. I use Sensodyne when when Wilder is throwing so it much, in the toilet. You flushed so much
1: of it down the toilet; it's good for the toilet too. Is yeah, it, it a toilet? Is it a toilet bowl made of enamel, Carter? Good point. So good it's point. prone enamel. Yeah.
2: So yeah. Oh god! Tooth, the... Either your toothpaste purchasing or texting us about it has caused it to realize that you need more toothpaste. Like, do you think you got those before, or is that being picked up?
0: Just seeing it for the first time, and the second ad is is dentine ice gum, and I just had gum uh, like three minutes before this episode started. I'm I'm looking at it right now. I've just I've you know balled it up and put it on the desk.
2: <laughs> so what what's your ads? Let's see, my first is big life journal. Whoa, he my, looks
0: like you got my
2: ads. My son struggles with believing he's good at stuff. So on. Then I've got... Wrestling news. Beard. Mm-hmm. Ads. Oh, this one's quiet. No, I think, I don't know. I only get to the exciting stuff on my, I guess on.
1: The groups of pages Facebook suggested are crazy. The things Facebook thinks I want to know about are just mm -hmm. pathetic.
2: comics are what shock me.
1: Bad 80s, 80s music.
0: Yeah, no, on my work computer thinks I like Megadeth yeah. so much, and it's just like Dave Mustaine and Marty Friedman news 24-7. Yeah.
1: This year, 29 years ago, Kiss and Garth Brooks performed. Yeah, thags. Together? Thanks. Hard luck woman. Let's see what else. Batrises. randy Wal- comp walmart why do i need an ad for walmart it's walmart I, when i gotta go to walmart i'll just go there why would they even advertise yeah well our summer plans got really uh last minute because i found out that i'm all clear or whatever right so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, they told me not to go anywhere until I got the scans and all that stuff but now i'm free but it's kind of a little a little too late we were looking at a trip a trip to norway but i think we're gonna go to norway for christmas
0: Ooh, nice
1: why not right it'd be cool
0: i would love norway mm. christmas absolutely yeah, that'd yeah. be cool
1: so i think that's kind of our plan and you can't really go to europe anymore in the summer because you'll just die so it's just so hot our last year of trip pre-covid was so hot it was disgusting
0: it's like uh, 40 degrees every day So, speaking of dying, you're all cleared. You said, right? So, I'm all clear. The stroke stroke is, far in the rearview mirror, right? Ooh, yeah. So you're good. No, no recent brushes with death. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it depends.
1: It depends how seriously you take a crazy old man. But uh, yeah, that That was was the story. Well, uh, yeah, I got involved in a, uh, like a Drug really, table. a big international festival. Um, like, like big it's legit, got...
0: the video. It's like the way you described it and stuff. I pictured it as something and then I actually saw the video and it's exponentially more impressive.
1: Yeah. It's like a, it's a professional, like international choir festival that I had no idea what I was getting involved in, and I was doing sound.
0: But when you think choir, I was just thinking voices, but no, there's other instruments there as well. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Dancers and hordes, and it's... People come from all over the world, like... Like, choirs from all over the world compete, and the final... The prize at the end of the week is Choir of the World, and you win a totem pole, and it's like... It's pretty cool. Um... But yeah, so I got involved in this festival just being like, oh, I do sound. Meanwhile, like next thing I know, I'm like flying, rigging with lifts and scissor lifts and JLGs and like work crews and we're hanging lights and speakers in the arena turning it into like a a show. And I, I was instructed to make it sound like a big rock show. By many meetings, it is documented that that was the dis- instruction for me was to uh, make the opening night because most of the nights you're not allowed any amplification because it's a contest
0: oh. okay yeah there's yeah.
1: no amplification for a large portion of this because it's a very competitive festival right and it all has to be natural natural yeah um except for the opening night is a ceremony party and then the s- last two nights are like a big celebration uh, so I could amplify those, so I was amplified the first night, and uh, yeah, I just uh got the sound system tuned up, and I've gotta say the Tuesday night was the probably the worst organized show I've ever been part of in my life. It was like literally falling apart as the show was happening, like the whole show fell apart, like they skipped three cues. Nobody knew where we were in the show. The narrator, the host, read three things that were supposed to be three separate things, but he read them all at once. So we jumped through the first like 30 minutes of the show and skipped all these songs. And then, like, the local First Nation was blessing the totem pole, but he cued the horn band to come by or the pipe band (laughs) while they were (laughs) playing. It was like colonialism. It was like. It was like like the show falls apart. It's a train wreck. Like, I mean it is epic. And my friend Lyle, who is like a very nice, polite person, is on stage, like, and he's he's too nice and kind of like awkward to be like Rude or angry, and he's trying to run the show while it's like a train is on fire on the stage, and he's so awkward. If you like, if you like, you Carter tried to like get a show back on track, it just couldn't happen. And he's trying so hard, and the show, is, and he's just like dying inside. And then he actually has to play play hand drums in one of the songs while this is happening. He has to hand drum, and he just looks so sad. I've never seen somebody play hand drums so depressed in my life. Yeah. And and so the first night I go and we make it through the end and honestly the audience has no idea. Can you audience just, can has... you set the stage for me a little Yeah. What are you uh, What am I the- what do you mean? Theater?
2: A theater, an amphitheater.
1: This is, our... a, this is a hockey arena. Okay. Like thousands of people. Um, all on all sides of the chaos, or like a stage. It is a stage in the middle of a hockey. It's all around, but everything. Oh, is, that it, makes it so much worse. It's around, like I mean, like the chaos. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. so like in the round almost with a giant stage and a crazy lighting rig and a crazy sound system, <laughs> and we're just trying not to like have the whole show. So the lady who's supposed to be running the show. Is 86. Oh my. And has no idea what's happening anymore. See, the last festival was five years ago and then COVID happened. It's supposed to be every two years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And all of the old guard is gone. And some of the old guard, I think, wanted us to fail because there was some kind of fight. So they all like quit and they're like, screw you, this is never going to work. And they're like, yeah, okay, don't let the door hit you, you know? And then COVID and whatever. And then this 86-year-old woman comes who's supposed to run the show and puts on a headset and has no idea, like, what's going on. Like, I mean, like, she, I I can't, like, she did nothing. She actually did nothing. She didn't do anything. And she was supposed to be in charge. And we didn't know that, that she was incompetent. And she wore jackets like the Macho Man, which was amazing. She had, Sweet. like, a collection of macho man different jackets basically with like so many prints in them and they were like there was one that was like a leather macho man jacket on this 86 year old woman (laughs) and and she had no idea what was going on and it was like it was a disaster but it was like a hell of a performance like crazy choirs crazy dancers a giant horn band a drum section with like timpanies gongs, hand percussion, bells, glockage. Like, it was like a crazy, crazy, crazy production, right? And then the next day, some old guy comes into the rink who was part of the old founders, And he comes in and he goes, I got a rope in my car and we're going to find that sound guy. And we're going to hang him up by his neck right now. <laughs> and, And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, shut your stupid mouth. You can't talk like that in here. And our conversation is done. You know, like your opinion means nothing anymore now that you've threatened to kill somebody. (laughs) And he just won't stop talking. They all just have to leave him and they won't acknowledge him. But he's in the lobby of the rec complex, like screaming about how he's going to kill the sound person. And then he comes back later that day. I don't know if he came with the actual rope. But he said he was gonna. He said he was gonna string me up by my neck and kill me.
0: Is this directly? You were just that unknown. I wasn't there.
1: I wasn't there. Luckily, I didn't see him. That could have been bad. That could (laughs) have been really bad. I would have beaten the hell out of a seventy-year-old man. (laughs) Um. And he came in and just started trying to cause a scene. He was like talking to like the reception workers at the arena that had nothing to do with anything. And he was like making all these death threats and he like came back and then he went to a show that night and this guy is on the board of advisors and like really Mr. Big time. And he thinks like, he thinks he's really important. And I like, I literally don't care about who any of these people are at all. It's kinda of like all these people made this festival and it's this huge deal, but they don't do anything anymore except complain. But then they show up to things and expect everybody to kiss their ass.
0: And and maybe in Dauphin you would sort of kiss the rings a bit because you do know their their history and their, you know. I have no done. idea
1: who any of these people are. I just moved here. Oh I know, I know,
0: but yeah, but if this yeah. wasn't Dauphin and you took over you'd be like, Oh, you know, that's uh, yeah. You know, that's Tenley Schmidt and and, and stuff like that. So I'm going to give her the respect, you know, because she's, you know, music legend in this town.
1: Yeah, But, but I just don't care and I have no time for them. Like, I just, they're all a bunch of snobby old idiots and I don't care. It's like, are you doing the show? No? Okay, cool. Well, then I don't care. You know, and then he comes back to the arena. He goes to a show that night. And tells a bunch of people that he's gonna kill me at the show. But just kind (laughs) of off the off the cuff. And then he comes back to the arena the next day and says he has a gun and he's gonna shoot me. So he's like obsessed with killing me. And so like then his family kind of gets involved, and they think maybe he's developing dementia, and then then the cops got involved. And then the police and so like I think I might follow up because like Carter, does it sound like I could kind of make sure this guy doesn't have firearms now?
0: So like if, if there was... A...
1: Yeah, there is a documented threat and a police report about this guy who threatened to shoot me. Like, should he not have guns?
0: So in Manitoba, there's something called a Protection Order that uh, lasts for three years, and it's under the Domestic Violence and Stalking Act. So that's if someone, you know, uh, reasonable probability they believe that this person is, you know, committing domestic violence or stalking an individual there uh then there's a weapons prohibition because of a situation where a woman was shot in St. Boniface like 8 years ago while this her partner was under a domestic violence uh uh protection order oh yeah so that's that so this guy might be stalking you uh it's uh yeah the definition of of that <laughs> that might actually Stalking, got that? Uh, here it is. So the here's the definition of stalking, and we'll see if uh, it is not domestic violence. We know that. So, no. de- meaning of stalking is stalking occurs when a person without lawful excuse or authority. So that'd be like a police officer keep checking in with you. He has lawful or she has lawful authority to do that. So this person doesn't. So when a person who knows that you are harassed or is reckless as to whether or not you were harassed. So just because you're an idiot and can't pick up on social cues, doesn't mean you're not harassing this person (laughs) repeatedly engages in conduct that causes the other person reasonably in all these circumstances to fear for their own safety. So like if you, were scared but you were being reasonable then you know too bad but uh, you know a reasonable person in your situation would they be scared for their safety then yes examples of conduct following from place to place the other person or are... yes sounds like it where's that sound guy uh using the internet no engaging in threatening conduct directed at the person <laughs> yeah and uh, watching any place where that person resides, works, or carries on business, or happens to be, so yeah, definitely. But it obviously hasn't continued after the uh, the concert. Yeah, he was so banned. He
1: was banned from the festival. So
0: yeah. So in Manitoba, it's the judicial justice of the peace who orders that. there. I don't know what would it be out there, but uh, yeah. So I don't think they would. It, and it's about forty-three or forty-seven percent success rate in Manitoba. So, right now, if you went, I don't think you'd get it. But if you went after the gun threat, uh, maybe.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's just the cops are very interested in seeing if I wanted to do anything. And I was just like, I'm too busy. I've got a festival
0: to run here. But
1: Yeah, it ended with a, like, three-page, five-of-the-morning Trevor email to the board. Oh, no. And uh, oh. some changes were made, and it was good.
0: Obviously, here now, if you're...
1: now it looks like I'm a big part of this international music festival going forward. <laughs> <laughs> t- some
0: young up and comer don't give yeah. a crap about what yeah. Trevor has yeah. done. It's
1: fair, fair. And enough. he'd be like,
0: "Listen, man, I had to get threats of lynching <laughs> yeah. and shootings. I, mean, I paved the way for, doing, for this festival. <laughs>
1: doing death threats for doing sound is amazing. That's a new one to add to the resume." It is, And Brent, I really like your idea of Lisa doing a life log (laughs) about all the stupid things I get involved in. Just writing what I've done that day from her perspective, and why I'm doing it. What is my motivation to do all this? I've really been thinking of
2: (laughs) The hopeless part would be like, went to a flin-flon hockey game. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... Trevor's gone. He's, He's in running the sound
1: hockey. <laughs> uh, just wanted to go for a nice night of hockey together. <laughs> Trevor's in the booth running the cameras and sound. It just happens, yeah. It just happens. I was trying to lay low, and I've, I, I have a full-fledged. Business again here. Oh,
2: how stressful was the first night when it was falling apart. Brent, it was, it was like... so
1: funny. I was that that's what I <laughs> it thought the whole really thing. Matter. Okay. I was like, this should be a TV show. This is a funny premise for a TV show. It's like shows falling apart so badly. Like it was it was as bad as the show could have gone. Like nothing the sound could have worked. Oh, the sound was it worked, but I was I was kind of like okay, listen to this. This is amazing. So I get Lisa. Lisa's always doing something. I'm always making her work. So she's doing the muting for all of the groups. She's doing the mute groups for the festival that the 86-year-old woman organized. Mm -hmm. And she's trying to guess who to mute when they're coming on and off the stage. And I've got like 30 microphones like all over the arena, wireless and blah, blah, blah. And so I have a wireless like in the balcony hidden because there's one part of the show where all these choirs are popping up and singing in different places of the arena. And it's like a surprise. And all of a sudden in the back balcony way up in the sky in the arena, there's this like woman's choir that does a song and a spotlight (laughs) shines on them. And I I was not told about this until like two days before. (laughs) And we had no way of getting microphones up there. So we had to steal microphones from the hockey rink and turn them into this, like, wireless thing and try to make it sound like choir mic. It was a disaster, but it sounded really good in the end. But this was the repeat theme of my show. is like, nobody told me. Like, I didn't know there was a horn band until, like, four days
0: before. Nobody told me that you <laughs> needed <in> mics up <laughs> there for the festival. Oh. But
1: so, so... Lisa is doing the mute groups right in the balcony where these girls are, so they're sitting in the crowd. Someone taps them on the shoulder and says, "Come with us," and they walk them up to a podium in the in the in the balcony, tell them to stand there and they say, "Okay, have fun." And the girl goes to Lisa she goes, "What are we doing?" And Lisa's like, "I think you're singing and they're like. And they're like, right now? And she's like, yeah, in about one minute, there's going to be a spotlight on you and everybody's going to be watching. And they're like, no one told us we were doing this. This is like 2,000 people. In and there's this women's choir and it's opening night sale- like celebration. And they're standing in the balcony with a spotlight about to be flicked on them. And they have no idea what they're going to sing and they're supposed to do something that's part of the show but nobody told them because the 86 year old woman (laughs) and so lisa's like trevor trevor come here and i'm like we had like headsets on hey like we had proper proper head it was amazing um and so i'm like what's going on they're like we have no idea why we're up here right now i'm like okay you got about 15 seconds i was like what do you <laughs> i was like i, was I thought like... you were
0: gonna say minutes No, I was, <laughs> like... I was
1: like what do you know they're like we know hallelujah and i was like lyle do you think anybody else is gonna do hallelujah <laughs> the show he's like they're doing hallelujah it's like all right have fun and then the just It was so crazy like it was this... The worst was when they were blessing the totem pole and the horn band, the pipe band started playing in the mouth. And then all of a sudden there was like the local elder and the mayor who got stuck on the stage in between, like they were supposed to be a point where they like said goodbye and left, but they skipped it. So for like 20 minutes, the town mayor and the elder are just sitting in a chair center stage while all these things are happening in the arena and nobody knows what's going on. And eventually my friend has to like go up on the stage and be like, get off the stage. He's like kicking
2: them off the stage. Oh, it's so funny.
1: It was just a disaster. It was so good. But if you watch the actual show, you wouldn't really even know, which is amazing uh but yeah and then we just took what's that everyone
2: realized the like (laughs) (laughs) that's like cult like nobody had the big picture they just assumed the 86 year old woman she was
1: running the show everybody thought everybody knew how the show was supposed to go (laughs) nobody told anybody what the plaid was like like, never. Like, I didn't know what was happening when the show started. And then all these things started happening. And I was like, oh my God, how are we going to mic this? Like, what's going on? Like, oh. They were moving pianos and, like. Oh. How was Lisa,
2: was Lisa talking to this choir?
1: Because she just remotely? happened to be.
2: No, up she was there at in the, the balcony doing oh. the mutes
1: because she could see it. And yeah. that's where they came up. And they just like went to her. And they're like, "What are what are we doing?" So someone like, had walked them. If she hadn't been there, they the light would have them. just went <laughs> on them, and it would have been silence.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they would have no idea what to do if Lisa wasn't by chance standing in the balcony. Honestly, yeah. Somebody, somebody, because it was supposed to be a secret. While well, one group was singing, mm-hmm. this group was rushed off to the balcony in the dark, and they mm-hmm. somebody walked them up there and just left them. And they had no idea what was going on. I
2: wonder if they could have just pulled the wrong group. Like, come on. It's time to go.
1: <laughs> no, this was the one that they wanted, but nobody told them. <laughs> How did they even get them there? Then they just didn't even know what. Well, the, no, everybody knew this was happening except the group, I think. Yeah. How did they get them walking up there? I wonder. Because it was in and darkness like, and they said, Keith, it's your turn. Come with us. And they were like, with... what? <laughs> and they just followed it because it was like an okay. usher. And yeah. Told them this is where you're going, and stood them up on a podium, and all of a sudden there was a mic in front of them. And they're like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> yeah. oh, Lisa wrecked it. Yeah, I know. If Lisa wasn't there, it would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So on the <laughs> yeah. on the yeah. on the closing night, we just uh, kind of just ignored the 86 year old woman and built our own show and planned everything and it was like pretty much a perfect show like it was it was awesome yeah. so yeah and then the the old chairman made a, a surprise speech he came up he's like well we want to thank the founders but now we've got some new people that are the future of this festival and we thank them and it was like a direct shot at all these old people and it was like oh it was like the room was just silent it was awesome it was great. So yes, the coup is over, Carter. Something I didn't even really want to do that much of I was just volunteering for fun. Now I'm now I'm running sound. To